We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, friends. This episode of Big Blue Banter is brought to you by Prize Picks. Head on over to Prize Picks and use promo code BANTER and they'll match up to $100 on a new deposit. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome back. It's the Big Blue Banter, New York Giants football podcast. I'm Dan Schneier, joined as always by my co-host Nick Filato. want to catch up on some Giants news today, and we're going to talk about a few of the, the names mentioned, defensive coordinator search, not too much new there. We're going to talk about the Giants special teams coach hire, and we're going to talk a little bit to start about just an interesting name that's floated around right now and just got my brain working. That's Bill Belichick, the former Giants defensive coordinator who we know one has a great relationship still with John Mara. Two is revered and loved in the Giants building for what he did as defensive coordinator with Bill Parcells during their championship, two Super Bowl seasons in the 80s and then early 90 and 90. Um, and three, Nick, and this is the interesting part to me. I'm not interested in the people who are like, wait a second, can the Giants hire Bill Belichick as defensive coordinator? Because let's be honest about the situation, Nick. One, he's definitely not going to be a <laughs> defensive coordinator at any point again in his NFL career. And by the way, I think it's ridiculous that teams even had to interview him in the first place and that he did two interviews with Atlanta. Like, what do you need a second interview with Bill Belichick for? But Pick anyway, his brain, man. Pick his brain. Maybe that's that's smart. But if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm like, I give you one interview. That's it. Look at my resume. But, um, you know, two, Bill Belichick's not going to work with Brian Dable under Brian Dable. Let's be honest about the situation with everything we know about Dable and Wink. And Dave, like that is a match made in hell right That's there. a football <laughs> sitcom. Hard knocks that shit, bro. That'd be yeah. so entertaining. Working underneath Brian Dable and Brian Dable getting in on the headset and being and, and asking him about his defensive calls. Like, hell no. But where my mind goes, Nick, is not where the some fans have gone, which is, oh, can we get this guy's defensive coordinator for 2024? Where my mind goes, Nick, and this is where I want to start here, is Bill Belichick is now, now at this point, now that he didn't get the Atlanta job, Raheem Morris was hired, very unlikely to be a head coach in 2024, right? But he ain't done. He's interviewing. And more importantly, he needs to win more games as a head coach, Nick, so he can get the record for the most wins by a head coach in NFL history. And if you don't think that's important to him, you don't know how competitive people are wired and how the drive that competitive people have. People like him at his level of competitiveness, Nick, are 100% thinking about being the most winning head coach of all time. They want that record. That's number one thing, in my opinion, on Bill Belichick's mind right now. He's a lot of Super Bowls already. So what my mind goes, Nick, is, does this impact the Giants at all? Does this put pressure on Brian Dable, who coming off this year and going into year three as a head coach in a pretty tricky spot with Daniel Jones as his quarterback and all the money that's tied to Daniel Jones in a pretty tricky spot from the sense that we don't know if Evan Neal is going to be able to contribute at right tackle. And if he's not, Giants are kind of screwed on the offensive line in a pretty tricky spot of 
outside of just Evan Neal, who they already have on their roster, there's a lot of holes on this roster. And it's not a team that really has done well um, last season and didn't look like they were that competitive against the good teams they played. Does this put even more pressure on Brian Dable? And doesn't it impact Ooh, but- at all the clock, though, for the Giants, too? And Joe Shane, from the long-term roster-building standpoint of, like, you know, what happens then? Because will the Giants then, because of this, because if Bill Belichick hits free agency, Nick, and he doesn't hire with the team this year, he's going to come back in 2025 almost definitely. And the Giants, are if, if they struggle next year and they don't win, there's going to be a ton of smoke and a ton of, should the Giants fire Brian Dable to hire Bill Belichick, right? And in that sense, will that impact? And if that happens, Nick, by the way, this is the big thing about all this. If I get Bill Belichick as my head coach, I still think he's an amazing head coach because I think he's an amazing defensive coordinator and he's going to make our defense amazing immediately. You look at all the Patriots teams, even these bad years, his defense has still been great. This is the one year it wasn't because he got crazy bad injuries on the defense. But 2022 it was, 2021, even without Tom Brady, defense has always been up to par. And that's with some bad draft picks too. Like he's not the best. But the thing is, you get Bill Belichick as the coach, that's great. But you also get Bill Belichick as basically the GM because he's like the type of dude that like wants all that power. He wants to have that say over the roster construction too. So if they went that route, I think they would also get rid of Joe Shane essentially probably Nick and would be a, another clean sweep this time after three years, not two. And Belichick gets to run the, the operations and Belichick gets to run the head coach. And does that put pressure on Joe Shane and Brian Dable to make win now moves and restructure more of Daniel Jones deal, push some more cap hit back on that one, do all these things to try to win 2024 with the idea in mind, like there's some pressure for us. And even more now with Bill Belichick as a potential candidate. I don't think Brian Dable's looking at it like that, nor do I think Joe Shane is looking at it like that. Yeah, I hope. And I also look at Bill Belichick. The guy is going to be 72 years old here, I think in April. He's getting up there. You're not as big of a South Park fan as I am, but you you appreciate South Park, right? For sure. Do you remember the member berries? No, no, no. I don't know. Well, if John Mara were to entertain or at least make this move is probably how I should phrase it. He would be eating all the member berries and all the South Park fans will get this reference. Okay. He's going to be eating every single one of those member berries to try to reclaim a former time in the past and relive <laughs> it. Now, I'm not saying Bill Belichick can't coach anymore, but I don't think that's the direction the New York Giants should go in with Joe Shane and Brian Dable, who are currently in-house, especially not for a 72-year-old. And I don't think John Mara would, would really go in that direction either. But I've been wrong before. I understand the affinity, obviously, around Bill Belichick. He's one of the best coaches ever, but he is getting up there in age. And by that time, he would be taking over a team at 73 years old when he'd coach his first game as a New York Giants head coach. It's unprecedented. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but it is unprecedented. Yeah, I, I think you make a great point. I also think that John Mayer has done these types of things before. Well, obviously, with Dave Gettleman, so where they didn't really <laughs> even like, true. you know. So it's like, it's now, possible from our history. But I will agree with you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, one thing real quick. Maybe, maybe keeps Joe Shane, and then Joe Shane can make a decision, and that could maybe entertain Belichick. I still think that is like a, a far outside type of chance, but I think this is a, a fun conversation because he is an anomaly too. It's not just a coach like Pete right. Carroll, great coach, right? Older coach, great coach Pete Carroll. No one's taking anything away from him. Belichick's different. Belichick resonates different. If there is any franchise that Belichick is linked to that is not the New England Patriots, it is the New York the Giants. football Giants. Yeah. And that is what makes it at least a fun conversation. I still think it's uh, it's, it's pretty out there. It's out there, but it's, it's not... Okay, it's out there in the sense that, like, it's so far away, Nick. But if the Giants don't have a good year next year, which to me, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not going to – I'm no longer doing the the, the 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 fluff. 
I, I think it's it's it seems very likely the Giants are not going to have a good 2024. I hate to say it this early, but it's early. To yeah, me, but to me, unless they can get a quarterback, I don't. And it it doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Again, I still think a Jones. If Jones is back, the ceiling might be another nine win type year. So that's not bad. Like people can get along with that. That's fine. They can they can grind it out and whatever. And then they probably wouldn't even move on from Dable. By the way, but if it go that ceiling, if it goes to the floor which is Jones looks just as bad on tape as he did last year. And he's totally figured out at this point. He's mentally broken. He's injured again. We get the ACL doesn't come back as fast as we thought. He gets another shoulder injury. We start to lose. DeVito's the only backup. We start to DeVito gets figured out by this point. We're not winning many games again. It's five wins, six wins. You know, the same thing we've seen for most of our last 10 years um, and four of the five Daniel Jones years. But if we get to that point, then it's interesting to me because then I think Dable is likely out, Nick. And Who's a better guy? Like, I know what you're saying. Like, he's old at that point, Belichick, but it's going to appeal to a lot of Giants fans. We're, I'm already seeing when I put that tweet out, because uh, I made a joke about it. I'm like, the, you know, but when I put that tweet out, a lot of people replied to me immediately, Nick, like, Belichick 2025, Belichick, or yeah, Belichick 2025, Belichick 2025. Who's their next coach? Who's their next coach? It's like, it's going to appeal to, to a lot of people in that sense. And I think it will appeal to Mara. But I think you make a good point about the age. I think the bigger point is it's not just that you're giving him, you know, you're hiring an old Bill Belichick to take over. You're also hiring it and you're saying we're doing it from scratch now because if the Giants do win five games next year, Jones is cut immediately, right? So you don't have a quarterback you're inheriting. Uh, and Barkley's gone by that point too. It's a really, it's a, it's a brand new core at that point. So you're making, you're asking him to start over with a new core too. Um, essentially to me, a lot of that would depend Nick on if they are in a position to get a good quarterback. If then that would require one, it being a, a better quarterback class than it's currently projected to be. Cause I don't know if you guys have looked at it, but the 2025 quarterback rookie class looks horrific at this point. I hope it gets better. People, you know, it, it will get better to an extent. People will build up some people, but to and me, a lot, of, kind of, a lot of good quarterbacks that went back no? Uh, who like yours, yours right now is projected as from what I've seen, yeah, like maybe yours. You had the, what was it the Washington state kid? Um, Oh, Cam Ward. The, Cam they Ward had Shador, about? Yeah. Shador Sanders, Shador Sanders, maybe, but like none of those guys. Profile I don't think, I just think Ward. horrific is very strong it's from uh, if yours is currently projected as your one, I would consider that to be a horrific class personally. I don't know yeah. enough about these guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, but those are at least names that I, I know people who are in the industry that I really respect. They have shown interest in these players, which makes me. Yeah, feel I like have interest in another. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like horrific, when I think of horrific. When I think of horrific, I think of like the, the EJ Kenny Pickett Manuel, class. The, yeah, the EJ Manuel, the Kenny Pickett class. Okay, class great point. I take back everything I said there. Not horrific, but it's supposed to be a, a quote unquote down year for quarterbacks. Down year. Mm -hmm. A much fairer way to say it. Horrific is more like the Kenny Pickett, EJ Manuel type classes. Um, though, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I don't know for sure, but my, I guess my point is there's no Caleb Williams coming out next year in 2025. So you might be in a tough position to, to say to Bill Belichick, like, look, you're coming in. I don't know what we're going to do a quarterback. I don't know what we're going to do on offense in general, but good luck restarting this thing at 73 years old. So I think that's kind of where you make your point, Nick, where it's like a little far-fetched from that standpoint. But I know for sure that Giants fans are going to be talking about all year if the Giants are losing football games again next year. They're going to be like, Bill Belichick, 2025, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick. So it's interesting to think about from that standpoint. It was never going to happen, I thought, because I thought he'd get a head coaching job this cycle. I really did. I thought the Falcons would just hire him, right? Like, that's what I was thinking would happen. It clearly didn't. And I think a big part of that from what I've heard, Nick, is simply that he wants a lot of power over the personnel. 
And that's an issue. Rich McKay is there. Like a long-term guy like Rich McKay has been with Atlanta for a while. And they got ter- uh, the guy they got from uh, Terry, Terry Fontenot. Yeah, like a young up-and-coming guy. If you're in the front office for Atlanta, you're Terry Fontenot. You're Rich McKay. Do you really want to sit there in this interview process and be like, I can hire Bill Belichick, and then I don't get to do anything, and I lose all my power. <laughs> and then my my long-term future as an NFL GM or as a front office is tied literally to if Bill Belichick can figure out the draft. Something he's been horrible at basically for the last 10 years. Or do I want to just tell uh, Arthur Blank, like, let's go a different direction and hire Raheem Morris, where I still get to do all the personnel as the front office guy. And, you know, Raheem Morris ain't doing much. They'll tell him who they want on defense. But, like, that's about it. Um, you know, those guys are still going to have say. So I think that's also going to be a big issue for if the Giants want to go that route of Bill Belichick, because his track record as a GM is just simply not nearly as good as his track record as a coach. Now, what if Bill Belichick is a little bit more amenable? Open to giving that stuff up? Yeah. Yes. Now, if that's the case, I can maybe entertain, but still, what's the long term? Like, I think the Giants, and I don't know if I want to say I think this because I'm not even 100% certain if I do think this, but I would like to think that John Mara is open to a fresh start, which he gave to Joe Shane and sure. Brian Dable. I would like to think that. And I think Bill Belichick is kind of the return to the old guard. And, sure. dude, I love Bill Belichick, obviously get up there. And we have yep. not seen a lot of success without Tom Brady. And I am not one of those people who are taking anything away from Bill Belichick, but the combination of the failures of the last couple of years in new England, as well as the age just leads me to say, I don't know if him coming here and starting everything from scratch would be the right move right. for the giants. Completely agree with you. To me, the only move, like if I'm thinking of this from my standpoint, I only want Bill Belichick. If I'm a team that doesn't have to do much from a personnel standpoint, and doesn't have to do much from a quarterback standpoint. What is the best team for me? If I'm thinking about that to me, if I was thinking outside the box and I know they're not going to do it because there's like issues between uh, the ownership and him, but he should have like, if I'm a, if I, if I was a Jets fan, I would have loved to hear oh Robert Slaw's out. Bill Belichick's in. You ready? Give him this unreal defense from a personnel standpoint. He gets to put his spin on. It. He's a defensive mastermind mm-hmm. and you give him the quarterback already with Rogers. And you say to him, all you have to do is come in and say, then all he has to do is come in and say, guys, I know it's tough and I'm going to ask a lot out of you, but if you buy into this for my, we have the talent here already in place. We have the quarterback and we have all this on defense and I'm a man and he's great on defense. He'll, he'll do even better than Slaw from a mass from that standpoint. But all he has to say is, I know it's going to be a shitty year, but you have to buy into this, the Belichick way. And we will win. A, we have a really good chance to win a Super Bowl because we have it all in place. But if he comes to the giants, it's like, you got to buy into my bullshit Belichick way. It's going to be a lot like the Joe judge way. And we don't even have anything in place. We don't have the quarterback. We don't have the defense. We don't have all this stuff in place already we have to build it and you have to buy into it without even immediately winning that's a tougher sell and belichick he garners a lot of respect obviously but i don't know how a a team who had a certain coaching style that was probably a lot less um, rigorous than what belichick is going to put this new team through i don't know how that team is going to respond if they don't win games early to bill belichick because bill belichick has been in new england for so long that culture has been ingrained in new England for such a long time. And now he's just going to go to another place where there might not be that many Nick Saban disciples in that place. Like a lot of players from Nick Saban, like they might not be used to being coached that hard and that Mm -hmm. type of culture. And if it doesn't result immediate wins, it destined to be a disaster. Possibly. I think that needs to be considered the, 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 the personality part of it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's going on, Big Blue Banter listeners? I'm excited for the football season for several reasons. And one of those reasons is Prize Picks, which is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform. And it's so simple to use. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including professionals, sharks, and people who are going to exploit you, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you just watch the winnings roll in. It's very simple to play and gives you a little extra skin. I've set my picks in less than 60 seconds. There are so many stats to choose from, and the withdrawals of funds are easy and quick. Dan and I will be adding a segment to our show before every game where we pick our favorite stats, more or less, yards or touchdowns, what have you, and we'll be discussing why from a scheme, matchup, and game theory perspective. I love their promotions and how easy their interface is to operate at prize picks. I may select more on tackles for a loss from Bobby Okereke or Kayvon Thibodeau next game. They also do other sports as well. It's a really cool experience. Please join Dan and I in the fun of prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash banter and use code banter for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash banter and use code banter for a first deposit match up to $100. You will not. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Regret it. Oh, my friends, you know what time it is. You're hungry, you're starving, and you desperately need pizza. You should get the best pizza on the market. And that is, of course, Little Caesars. Make Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Order online during the Pizza Pizza pregame all day on NFL game days and even on Pro Bowl Sunday and get ready for some football fun and cheesy delicious pizza. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. 
So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. 100%. The only way I think it makes sense to bring Bill Belichick into your franchise right now is if your team's ready to win now. And in 2025, if the Giants are looking toward Bill Belichick, it means they're probably not ready to win win right now because they moved on from their coach and their GM and they're restarting this thing all over again. So that's why, to me, like conclusion of all this is – I don't really see a realistic scenario where it's a good thing if the Giants have Bill Belichick. And that's crazy to say. I never fun, thought I'd though. say this three, four years ago. It'd be fun. We'd all have fun with it. And the defense would look so, so good on tape. I know the defense would be so good. I have full belief in him to, as a defensive mass coordinator and master and mastermind at this point. I still don't think I still think it's been underappreciated what he's done for the Patriots defense over the last three years, especially with Mac Jones like punting drives half the time. 100 percent Yeah. But again, like you said. Is it make doesn't make any sense at this point, and that's crazy to think about, Nick. I never thought I'd get to a point where in my life where I'm like, because oh, there, there have been rumors about Bill Belichick going to the Giants, dude, for like years during the before they hired Judge, before they hired Shermer, and everyone's just like, this is a stupid rumor. Why would he ever leave the Patriots? This is the dumbest thing I ever heard. But at any point when that had happened, Nick, I was like, oh, Bill Belichick. It's going to be amazing. We're going to turn it all around. Giants are going to finally win games again. Giants are going to finally win divisions again. I'm finally going to have a good team. But at this point, dude, I'm like, eh, I don't really even see a scenario where this could be a good thing at this point. Unless the Giants, like, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know because he can't take over a team from scratch. I know. It can always get lower, though, right? Like, the Giants come out next year and win four or five games, and it's just the same. It's like this year only on steroids. We might be willing to accept a, a vast change, and it also comes with who else is available. So yeah. if they choose Bill Belichick over, say, an up-and-coming offensive mastermind who maybe got the most out of quarterbacks who failed in the past, whether that be Baker Mayfield, like Canales, or Sam Darnold, or, or some quarterback like that, Geno Smith, what have you, then maybe we'd be a little bit more pissed. But if there's really not a lot of good coaching options, would we be more open to it? Sure. It all comes down to options, but at the end of the day, I just uh, I just don't know um, how uh, like projecting that into the future with this current roster on the New York Giants, how that's going to uh, really work out. Yep. And that brings us to the, to the next point we're going to talk about today, which is Giants defensive coordinator search. No one hired yet, Nick. It's been a long, you know, we've seen in the past with Wink Martindale and just coordinators and decisions, big decisions like this beforehand, quick hires. The Giants had their guy in mind. They did the interview, maybe a second interview, and that's it. It all happens within 10 to 14 days. This one's stretching out for a while, which Leads me to believe, and, and shout out to those of you, because multiple people have, have, have put this on my radar. I know a lot of people are thinking about this. Uh, I'm not saying it's a novel idea, but it is somewhat novel. I haven't seen it push around too much, which is, is the reason this is taking so long? Because the Giants already have their hire, and they can't officially announce it until the NFL playoffs are over, because it's somebody who's currently coaching in the NFL playoffs? Maybe, right? Like, that's coming to so. my mind right now. What would you say? I think so, yeah. I think so, too, potentially. And in that case, it would be potentially Denard Wilson. And we've talked about Denard Wilson on the last podcast. So I want to go over a few guys right now. This is according to Jordan Ron on ESPN's Jordan Ron on. He said, here are some people he believes are right now in the mix for Giants fence coordinator. Jerome Anderson. We all know him. The Giants defensive backs coach Denard Wilson currently coaching with the Ravens. Um, this is who I think Nick and I would personally consider potentially the favorite right now. And I think because this has gone on for so long, it makes him even more of a favorite uh, than Bobby Babich. Who we talked to who, who the Giants, uh, the Bills linebacker coach who, I don't know too no, too much about Nick, but the cover one guys who we've had on the podcast absolutely love this guy and rave about this guy, which to me is about as good of a endorsement as I can get. Because for those of you who didn't watch the episode of cover one, I know some of you did. If you didn't, you should go back and watch that episode. That was some of the best X and O's analysis we've had from any guest on our podcast in the history of this podcast. Those dudes know 
film. They know tape. They know X's and O's. So when they tell me somebody's good, I listen. A uh, few other names to consider, according to Jordan Ron on Nick, Anthony Campanelli, who is a New Jersey native linebacker coach for the Dolphins right now. Shane Bowen. Uh, he's another guy who's interviewed, who's believed to have already interviewed with the Giants. And, and, and we talked about in the last podcast, he did already interview the Giants. Titans defense coordinator. And then Derek Ansley, um, who's most recently been the interim defense coordinator for the Chargers, a DB coach before, uh, before this. So those are kind of the names that have been thrown around as in the mix right now. But I do kind of feel like as we time goes on, Nick, it seems more and more likely that Wilson and the Giants may have a handshake agreement already in place that we don't know about. I don't know if it's a handshake agreement in place. This is what I think is going on. Mike McDonald could get a head coaching job with the two remaining head coaching slots that are opening the Washington Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks. Mike McDonald is the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. I think if Mike McDonald departs, then Wilson will be the natural in-house candidate to be the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. But okay. McDonald stays another year in Baltimore, then Wilson would look outside of the building for a defensive coordinator slot that is open. And maybe that is the New York giants. Okay. So that, that's what I think is happening with, uh, smart. with Bernard Wilson. I think if that's the case, Nick, here's my prediction. If that's the case, and I think that's actually a very good take by you. And, and, and that seems to me now like the likeliest case, the giants have bought uh, Babbage as their backup. That's my personal opinion. If that's the Babbage, case, okay. Babbage will be the backup. So I think it's, if I had to guess right now and put a prediction on it, it's going to be either Wilson or Babbage as a giants offensive coordinator. We'll see if I'm right about that. And it may be wrong. That's just kind of the feel I get right now from the situation. Cause I think Babbage interviewed with them is it's an out of the box kind of interview and he's pinpointed for a reason. And I'm sure this is the type of guy that absolutely knocked his interview out of the park because yeah. Personally, from what I've heard from the cover one guys, he's that type of guy. And, and the Giants have been known to make those types of hires, Nick, the ones that, that do really well in the interviews. It's an important part of the process. I think for a lot of NFL teams, I'm, this is not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but I think for the most part, it's a good thing. Just think of any job interview or anything you've done in your life. The interview is a big part of that process. You got to sell yourself. And does it always work out? And, and some people better at selling than actually producing? Sure. But some people can sell and then produce on what they sell. And those are the people you want because those are the highest upside hires in any kind of work or, do, or job that you would do. So I, that's my current guess right now. It's those two in the, as, as the finalists. But we don't know for sure. And it's going to be interesting to track. And it's interesting, too. Uh, so I, I think that is what's going on, right? I, I made that clear. I, I think it is. Mm -hmm. the, it's all going to be contingent on Mike McDonald. But. Say Mike McDonald stays. He has a lot of Denard Wilson has a lot of uh, people trying to get him. I believe the Rams might have been interested. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have all of his interviews in front of me, but there are, other teams, there are teams who are interested in this young up and coming coach. The Eagles had him on staff for a little while. He was the defensive backs coach when the Eagles defense was the number one ranked defense. I think they were number two in, in pass defense. He was the passing games coordinator as well. That was last year in 2022. A lot of people thought he would be the defensive coordinator waiting when Jonathan Gannon accepted the job mm -hmm. to be the Arizona Cardinals, something happened between Nick Sirianni and Denard Wilson. Denard Wilson left and ended up going to Baltimore and help revitalize that defense with Mike McDonald. Maybe. He looks at the New York Giants. He's like, I, there's some good personnel there. They have a young cornerback. They have a stud defensive tackle. They have a real true middle linebacker. They have Kayvon Thibodeau. I want to stick it to the crawl, the Philadelphia mm -hmm. Eagles, for doing yeah. that. I mean, there could be something there. Now, that's not going to be the number one thing. Obviously, it's going to come down to money, fit, mm -hmm. personnel, and things of that nature. But if everything is close, he could look at that 
as well. I don't know the vengeance in the man's heart, but I do like that storyline at least. It's interesting. And I think it kind of like all of the, when I, when we went over those coordinator candidates and even the two that I narrowed down to, to potentially, and this is based on nothing. So just keep that in mind. Just my guess be their finalist types. And that would be Wilson and Babbage. They're both younger types outside the box. Not, it's interesting to me that that's kind of direction the Giants are going with this defensive coordinator shirt. So their last defensive coordinator hire was Wink Martindale, the total opposite of this, right? A lifer coach, an older guy, uh, you know, totally different. And they're not really looking at like, like, for example, Vic Fangio came free a few days ago. We haven't seen any Giants hire, you know, interested in Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio is one of the best coaches in NFL history. He's an older guy. And that didn't come to, and I, and I believe there was a rumor, but I don't think it was, it didn't happen yet. Fangio to the Eagles, right? I believe that was reported. I don't think it was, yeah, I think it was reported. I don't know if it's been like the Eagles finalized. Like put it on Twitter. Yeah. Thing. So I don't think it's finalized yet, but like, you know, that's their action. That type of team might go, but I think the Giants are looking for a different kind of guy. They're not on interested in like those types of DCs right now. It's going to be a younger dude. I wouldn't write off Shane Bowen, who is 37 years old, yeah. has play calling. Also a younger dude. Yes. Yeah. Younger dude. I know he's been coaching for a little bit, but like people look at the Tennessee Titans defense this past year, like, oh, it sucks. Like, a lot of that was injury. But if you go back to 2021, he helped revamp that defense and it wasn't terrible in 2022. And one thing yes. that the Titans defense, and this is something that should appeal to most giant fans. One thing that they have been since he was a defensive coordinator is just very strong against the run. Yeah. Very strong up front. This year was a little bit of a step back from 2021 and 2022. I've seen people, at least on Twitter, Giants Twitter, who knows you know how real that is of a feel of the fan base, be like, no, I don't want Shane Bowen. I'm like, I'm not as as a right. of course not, that. dude. Too much of this, like too much. You know why that happens, Nick? It's an unfortunate reality situation, but we don't have that. A lot of people don't have that much information to go on, including us. At times, we're not in the interview room with these guys. We don't know what, how they interview. So you just look at like the the quote unquote stats. Like this guy's defense was twenty. I'm not going to do that voice. And people have said don't do that voice anymore. I won't do that. This guy's defense was twenty third rank. But it's like okay, guess what? There's a, a shit ton of context that goes into that. Will he have the same personnel with the Titans that he has with the Giants? No. So why does any of this matter? Again, still the players play the game. The coaches play the game. I don't care about their rankings with a bunch of different guys. Like the special teams coach the Giants just hired. Like, oh, you tell me the Jets rank in special teams. It's great. It looks great on paper, right? Jets had great DVO rankings. Rick Goslin special teams ranking, which are really comprehensive how Rick Goslin does that, Nick. I like how he does that. I have total respect for his special teams rankings. Jets were great in that too. But guess what? He's not bringing over with him. Every single player to play special teams that played on the Jets will now not play special teams for the Giants in 2024 you have a whole different unit from a personnel standpoint so it's it's a very dangerous game to me when you say look at this defensive coordinators rankings with x team and that's what makes him a good coach or not i think it's a much better route the route you and i went on that first podcast where we broke down defense coordinators looking into some of the coverage they did do they disguise coverage as well are they mixing their coverages are they mixing their personnel groupings are they bringing a different game plan to each different quarterback that they face on a game-by-game -game basis all these things are more important to me than how their defense ranked with a bunch of different personnel that they're going to have them when they come to the Giants. I think it's also interesting to note everything that happened with Wink Martindale and Brian Dable. Well, yeah, some of these defensive right. coordinator candidates might not be as open, similar to Wink Martindale, to hearing their head coach be like, hey, do this, do this, do this. Yep. And maybe some of the younger guys will be more open to it. Now, yep. there was a lot of information when it came to that story and a lot of drama, a lot of bullshit, right? So I don't know exactly what is true and what is not true, but I'm sure defensive coordinator candidates who are coming in and who have options will at least consider that depending on their specific personalities. I think you're hundred percent right about that, Nick. And that's the, that's the, uh, you know, that's the last part of this that we didn't really touch on. Like how much is that going to impact it? But I do think your main takeaway there is probably the, the, the spot on one, which is 
that's maybe why there's so many younger guys interviewing for this job. Maybe. If you if you have less time in the NFL, you have less of a say over what you get to, you know, what you want, what you get to say you want out of your authority as a defensive it, coordinator. Yeah. And like Vic Fangio, for instance, no one's right, denying. Right. His, he ain't going to come into that situation. Yeah. Now, Vic Fangio is like Mike McDaniel is probably just like, Vic, you do whatever the hell you want. I'm Mike McDaniel. I'll just let you, you know, I'm worried about my offense. You do your D. No interest. Do your thing over there. B Dable's not going to do that. We all do our D, don't we? Yeah, there you go. All right, let's wrap this up with a quick conversation on Michael Gobrio, the Giants' new special. I hope that's how you pronounce this guy's name, right? Um, the new Giants' new special teams coordinator, Nick. I know we just went over how we don't love to lean on the stats, but there's also not much to even go on besides that, Nick. So I know you had a few stats you wanted to break down first about what he did as specialty, you know, working, not even special teams coordinator, but just working with the Jets on the staff. Yeah, we were tagged on Twitter by at NYFootballG. Thank you, NYFootballG. And he put up the DVOA stats by Aaron Schatz from 2021-2023 when he was the assistant special teams coordinator for the New York Jets. So how much are you going to read into this? I don't know, but here are some stats per advanced analytics. 2021, the New York Jets special teams ranked second in DVOA. In 2022, they were 21st. And then in 2023, they were fifth. You brought up Gosselin before, Rick Gosselin, nine. His special teams rankings, he had the Jets in 2021 ranked 13th. In 2022, had him ranked ninth. In 2023, they ranked third. How do we read into this? I'm not exactly sure, but I'll say this at least. At least some advanced metrics are suggesting that he was a part of a staff that had <laughs> a functional unit. Yeah. Okay. This is not this is not the end all be all by any stretch of the imagination. But he's at least coming from a from a place that had solid special teams play. There are so much so many variables that go into that. The wide was solid personnel. He wasn't even calling the special teams. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And and look, I, I like how you broke that down. I'll simplify it even further for me at least, Nick. It's. Whoever the hell's here, Gobriel, that's our new guy. Just stop effing up on special teams, boys. Like I just said, I don't, I don't need much out of my special teams. I'm done. I don't care. I don't need to be the top ranked special teams. I'll, I'll take it if we can get it. I just want fewer F ups on special teams, fewer the stupid mistakes. And that just seems to me to be more of a, you know, I would say coaching issue. And I would say getting your guys mentally focused to, to, to make, you know, to, to be locked in. And if this guy can do that for them, great. That's all I'm, I'm hoping for. And I would say this, maybe the Giants, if you're still making those mistakes as a special teams unit, you have a quicker trigger this time. I'm trying to turn this around, and I hate to say that, but trying to get – because these are unacceptable. The, the mistakes the Giants have made on special teams, we all know this from following this team, have been, quite frankly, unacceptable. Winning teams don't do it. The Rams were like the only team that made the playoffs with horrific special teams. They made it this year with like the worst special teams, I think it was, or, or close to dead last. You rarely see teams that are winning Super Bowls have big F-ups over and over on special teams. So you just have to get to that baseline level for me, and I'm happy. Um, hopefully this guy can do it. I'm never going to claim to be a special teams guy. I'm not going to provide much analyst, uh, analyst on uh, analysis on special teams coordinators. If you view that as a knock on me, that's perfectly fine. I don't personally care. That's not my interest. I'm zero interest in it. I'll do my best I can, and we can give you those DVOA and those Rick Gosselin numbers from when he was an assistant on his staff with totally different personnel. 
but it is what it is. We just have to hope that this guy can resonate with the players on the Giants better than Thomas McGahey did. To me, it's as, as simple as that. You got to get them mentally focused, locked in, stop making mistakes. And then if you want better, better special teams, if you're the Giants, maybe get a punt returner in here, right? Like maybe not cut Jameson Crowder and leave him on your roster all year. And that probably would have helped your rankings on special teams and, and, the, and the aesthetic of it all too. But yeah, that's where I'm at with special teams, Nick. It's never going to be a big focus of mine. Braxton Barrios coming back from the New York area. Yeah, they could throw him in the mix. <laughs> one of All our right, mutual friends, else, one of our mutual friends, I don't know if you remember this, absolutely loved Braxton Berrios. This might have been before you became friends. Before with my time, I think. Yeah. 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 Absolutely loved Braxton Berrios because we would always, whenever we played Madden and one of me or my other friend, John, oh, where yeah. the New York gets, we would just throw the football to Braxton Berrios all yeah, the time. Madden's have- the worst. And it's just like cheat code, cheat code, <laughs> cheat code, throw to the slot. I hate Madden, but, um, that's my my own gripe. I, I I'm glad we've never played Madden, Nick, because you would beat me by so much, and you know me. That would really not work. <laughs> well. That would not be a, I no, way yeah. too competitive to deal with it. Just getting trashed, blown out, loss, and that's what exactly what would happen. Um, but anyway, thanks again for tuning into Big Blue Banter Podcast. Some of the fun stuff. We want to talk a little Belichick just because it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, keep it locked and loaded. We're going to get back into that offseason series. We, we 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 did part one of last week. We're going to obviously talk about any news that breaks with the Giants if they do make that move on defensive coordinator hire, which we're all waiting on uh, patiently trying to see. And then we're going to get in soon. We're going to get into some offseason stuff. That's free agency and draft, and that's the fun stuff too as well. So thanks again. Keep it locked and loaded. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.